is a designer's dream. I have a booming design business called Sire Design. And I'm launching my own design company, Raymond Nicholas. You'll never compete with me. Oh, honey, I do. <laughs> In the business world of interior design, I want to win. And Eileen, she's my competitor. I want to rip her to shreds. One of the many reasons why I married him is the young Latino power couple like, oh my god. Oh, what a twist! Question mark. Welcome to Corn Killers, the show about watching the stuff you love when you want, where you want, however you want. I'm Tom Merritt. I disapprove. <laughs> we don't Do need this up talk. Oh my god. Right, Rushwood. Uh, I would like you to create a show that combines our love of old Miami Vice episodes with the reality show parody we recently saw in What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, I go, Alternatively, okay. Bryce, what was the pre-roll? <laughs> <laughs> so that was a trailer for Netflix's upcoming show, Designing Miami, which follows a married interior designer, designer couple who are running competing firms while rebuilding their own house together. Married conflict, high-end design. It's going to be fun for the whole family. Uh, that is coming to Netflix on September 21st. All right, let me show you guys how this is done right there's a lot of question marks i'm hearing okay. flying around the real way you use a question mark is like this everyone at home is wondering does the fourth guest on the show also have a hat on <laughs> well let's find out Naim Siddiqui. This is just, this is completely not my expectations. Uh, for those listening on audio, I would like to point out, Brian is wearing a, a neutral black hat. Nime, who is in St. Louis, wearing a home Cardinals hat. And me, not in St. Louis, wearing a visiting Cardinals hat. I had to hate to correct you, Tom. Oh, I'm in gosh. Chicago. No. <laughs> oh, you're not in St. Louis. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> Closer you home. should be Closer wearing a visiting Cardinals hat. I should be wearing that visiting hat's over there somewhere now. Like, also, uh, what is Bryce in this scenario? Chopped liver? Come on. Yeah, I'm wearing it's, the Austin. He's got a tree. I couldn't see his hat. <laughs> what are you wearing? It's an Austin hat? New, yeah, uh, the Austin at least soccer. Bryce and I are definitely wearing new era, new era hats. I don't know. Well, now that we've covered all the important mm. news, can we finally move on to the primary target? I mean, I guess. <laughs> At D23, there was a distinct lack of hat talk, but Disney didn't that any of us could properly pay attention to without excluding the rest of our lives. So uh, I understand some of you spent your entire weekend looking at every single thing they announced, and I respect that, but for the purposes of this show and those who did not do that, uh, we're going to go on a lightning round, which has become a bit of a tradition here at Cord Killers when companies do these monster content dumps. So Brian, yeah. nine. Uh, are you ready? I'm going to throw out stuff and then just you bat them back and forth. What do you think? What do you think? Dude, I'm like Zeus looking at a giant horse poop. It sounds like yes. By That's which yes. I mean somebody yes took both. a giant content dump and I'm ready to, to give lightning round yeah. hot takes. It's fine. I speak, Brian. I knew that was exactly what you meant. Okay. Uh, we start with... Uh, and probably the, the least covered of the announcements, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania coming February 17th with new footage shown only in the hall. Is, is that a, a, a vote of confidence for how uh, sure they are this is going to be a hit or not? 
I think so. I, you know, I saw somebody on TikTok um, positing that Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is going to have like even more major ramifications than we think to the MCU. Potentially that Fantastic Four people will appear and they just don't want to show all that. And they know the hype uh. will bring people in. I love Ant-Man. I, I thought the first Ant-Man movie was, it was a fun heist movie. You know, the second Ant-Man movie had card tricks. So I know Brian was a fan of that part. Um, but I, I'm a fan. I'm a, I, I like the Ant-Man movies. I don't, I, all I need is this is coming and I'm excited already. So I don't know. Yeah, that's what you got. Uh, similarly, Black Panther Wakanda Forever 11th, so coming sooner. New footage, but only shown in the hall. I think I'm talking myself farther into the position that th this is all a, a play of confidence. This means, like, the quieter they are, the more confident they are about both of these movies. Mm. Yeah, and then with Black Panther, I think because the first was such a huge success uh, because of obviously the unfortunate death of Chadwick Boseman, but there's, there is that curiosity for this movie. And because it's coming so soon, they really don't need to show a whole lot here that I think people are already by default excited for that one. Yeah. We're going to man and black Panther soon. Right. So yeah. um, no reason to have those get lost in, in the, the world of D 23 uh, captain America, new world order will star Anthony Mackie as Cap uh, coming May 3rd, 2024. And uh, Tim Blake Nelson uh, joining the cast as the leader, last seen in The Incredible Hulk. Phase 4 has been doing quite a bit of rehabilitation for that movie, specifically, The Incredible Hulk. Obviously, we're going to talk about She-Hulk in Spoiler in Time, but there was also a little bit of that in um, in What If. There was, you know, they, they hop into that movie to be like, hey, what if Mark Ruffalo had been in it instead of Edward Norton, right? <laughs> hey, look at that. Um, so, and, and, and there's also, obviously, rumblings that Tim Blake Nelson is going to show up in She-Hulk as well. I think he's an interesting character. He's not really particularly a, a Captain America villain, but I don't think that necessarily matters when you go to the MCU. I don't know. I like Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brian. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding my coupons. All right. Fantastic four. Matt Shankman confirmed as director. We'd heard that, but they, they came out and uh, said it and set a date. Uh, Fantastic four movie coming November 8th, 2024. Uh, Am I the only one having a hard time believing that 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 it's really going to happen and maybe it'll be good? Question mark. I believe it's going to happen and that maybe it'll be good. I'm surprised there was no cast announcement. Uh, I think a lot of us expected them to at least announce that either John Krasinski would be returning or that they would have a different Mr. Fantastic showing up. So I was a little surprised by not having that. I, I, I don't know, but it is also you know, a couple of years away. So they could always yeah. hold their cards. Maybe on they don't have it all, all nailed down. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Marvels showed footage in the hall. That one comes out July 28th next year, 2023. Yeah. Another one that I'm certain they're super confident about. This one I'm super excited for because I loved Miss Marvel. I thought it was a fun, uh, great show. Uh, obviously as a Pakistani American, I was, I, I loved that show. So I'm, I'm, Super excited to see Iman Vellani come back. Uh, I like Brie Larson. I like all of the people in it. I'm pumped for this one. Uh, we also got the announcement of Thunderbolts, which is loosely speaking Marvel's Suicide Squad. Uh, it will close out Phase 5 on July 26, 2024, with the cast to include David Harbour, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Wyatt Russell, Florence Pugh, Sebastian Stan, Hannah John Kamen, and Olga Kurilenko. 
Uh, Tom, how many of those names should I know? Most of them. Okay, well, I scored one out of five. <laughs> you know, Julia. How many of those names? Do you, yeah, yeah, nine. Yelena, Which ones do Bucky? you know? Yeah, yeah it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. All of them. Yeah. I know all of them, but uh, that, I don't know if I'm the, the correct barometer for this. Well, because uh, David Harbour is also in Stranger Things, but he was the the, the Soviet yeah. captain. Oh, okay. Uh, say, that's what's going to happen. The bad Hellboy like, movies. Yeah. Okay. Sebastian there, Stan look at the Bucky, picture, you know and you'll you'll see like, oh, Florence Pugh, Helena. Okay, got it. Ah, well, now you ruined the game because you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah John Common, I could understand. She was ghost in in Ant Man and the Wasp. Like that's that's one that you're like. But she's also of these people kind of the most interesting because every other person on this team has pretty much the same power set and skill set and she actually has a superpower uh iron heart series still doesn't have a premiere date uh but they have uh, added to the cast shakira barrera who played yolanda in glow yeah, I they sure did. Dime, what about you? <laughs> I, 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 as with everything, I hope it's good. Not really a lot to go on. All right, the uh, first full trailer we actually got, and so we could see something is Secret Invasion uh, coming to Disney Plus sometime next year. They didn't give us a date. Uh, now, I, I, I didn't see if there was a link to this one. Is this public? The, the yep. full trailer. Dig it, dig it, dig mm -hmm. it, dig it, dig it, dig it. Please tell me everything about it. Is it good? Nine. I don't watch trailers, so. Oh, <laughs> but I did. Oh my God. Okay. I really, did, I'm the only one on this show. I watched, Tom, I watched the it. Tom, I watched it. No, 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 Tom, I watched it. I watched it. It was. Right. I, I think it's exciting. I am glad to see Nick Fury was doing something all these years and that he's got a big secret invasion problem to deal with and the scrolls are here and he's got all of all of those shield folks who we haven't seen in kind of forever, yep. like Colton and uh well, great lady. cast. Hell of a cast, right? Yeah. You're you're seeing Colby Colby come back. Uh Don Cheadle's you're back. You're also you're also seeing yeah. um the uh, guy from Black Panther who was also in the office. <laughs> like, Martin Freeman. Thank it's you. Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman. Why couldn't I remember Martin Freeman? Names I know. Give me names. I'll, I'll go names all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Between the three of us, we'll do a full show here. Uh <laughs> yeah. this is amazing. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a heck of a cast, uh, and, uh, it looks fun. It looks good. I'm very excited. My, my only disappointment on this was we didn't get a date. Uh, I did just reread that... the secret invasion comic books. I'm very fascinated to see how ah, they good. adapt that because in the comics, it's such a major, like it affects every single inch of the comic books. So I'm, I'm interested to see, cause it's, it's going to very clearly be something different in the MCU. So I'm interested to see how that works. Yeah, and the trailer starts with Colby uh, looking at Samuel Jackson and saying, every time I tried to page you, you didn't pick up, went straight to voicemail. Why now? Which, of course, as a viewer, you're going to wonder, like, hey, why didn't we see Nick Fury uh, before now? And he, he goes on to explain. Uh, right. Armor Wars will be a series starring Don Cheadle. Uh, no date yet, but hey, look at that. Uh, War Machine gets a series. So I believe Sam Rockwell is also in this, which is uh, great. I love Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell can't, can, you can never go wrong with Sam Rockwell. Well, and also that would be the perfect pairing in a post Tony Stark world, because I believe in the comics, if this is the arc that I'm thinking of, like Tony Stark goes on a weird, like a uh, uh, um, uh, uh, copyright IP rampage, and he decides that anybody who has stolen Stark tech for any kind of armor, whether they're good guys or bad guys, he has to personally ruin their armor in order to make things right. So if we don't have Tony Stark there doing it, 
those two characters, uh, War Machine and uh, Hammer, would be amazing. Yeah. And and Secret Invasion to Armor Wars to Secret Wars, right? Like, that Ooh, seems oh, like you, a... You, sure, you, you just you, watch you, one, you watch the other, and like, you just like watch the beginning of one and the end of the other, and you get Secret Wars. <laughs> Aren't they part of the same story? Don't know. They they're are. totally they... different. They're totally different. Oh, right. Tom? You can't titillate no. me like that. They, they, if, as far as I understand, they're going to lead one to the one to the one. But uh, Loki season two uh, added uh, Kihui Quantum to the cast. Uh, no date on that one, but uh, hey, they had a panel. Just adding, so, just adding Quantum to everything. Kihui Kwan is great. I love Kihui Kwan. Uh, everything everywhere at once was, was amazing. I'm glad to see Kihui Kwan back doing things in movies and TV shows. Uh, I thought there was it. I thought this was like June of next year, but maybe I saw something that was a rumor and not an announced. Maybe. Date. Maybe. Uh, and he did make a joke about the fact that they were having an Indiana Jones panel. Uh, yeah. And he was well, not the, on that. On his Instagram, he posted, he hung out with, like, it was a picture of him and, and Harrison Ford. I've never seen Harrison Ford smiling like that. It's great. He's, uh, I, I'm, I'm here for the Kihei ki Quantessence. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio confirmed to show up on Echo and also on Daredevil Born Again. No date on either of those, but they talked about both of them. Uh Maybe the best representation of Kingpin ever. Full stop. Uh, I, I, so I, it's, it, he was amazing. So Michael Clark Duncan was good in that movie. How, however, that movie, that like whatever you think of that movie. But Vincent D'Onofrio is like I when I read Daredevil comics now, I I hear Vincent D'Onofrio's Dare, like uh, Kingpin voice. I still can't believe Daredevil Born Again is eighteen episodes. That's astounding. I hope that's not a bad thing, <laughs> but it, it's great. And the last of the Marvel stuff, uh, and the one that I'm most intrigued by, a Halloween special called Werewolf by Night, coming October 7th to Disney+, Plus, directed by Michael Giacchino, shot entirely in not only black and white, but in that 50s horror film style. That uh, Nosferatu feeling. Yeah, uh, Nosferatu meets the Munsters. <laughs> I, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, and Michael Giacchino has been, you know, making great, film scores for a long time it's really cool to see him make i think this is a directorial debut um and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what that is all right uh speaking of indiana jones on to lucasfilm indiana jones 5 trailer shown in the hall they did not make it public uh harrison ford said this really will be the last time he plays indiana jones quote i will not fall down for you again now when he said that what percentage of it. him he meant, meant it this time this time he's old I, he's not doing it again no no no. he's killing all his characters indiana jones is gonna die in indiana jones 5 that's the only reason he's going back to do any of these movies he's like can he die great i'll do it right but i'm asking like he's saying certainly he's saying i will not go through the physical discomfort of doing another one of these movies but how much of that was him also saying that the previous indie movie wasn't so good and he won't oh. fall down for us again. No, I think he was talking about his own personal, like getting injured and stuff. 100%. I think it truly meant if he falls down, he will not get up. Trailer for Willow coming to Disney plus November 30th and Christian Slater announced to be part of the cast. That'll be fun. 
Are you looking forward if to Willow, like Brian? Because you like you knew Willow, Willow, right? Are you uh, know of the original Willow, or were you uh, interested in it? Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, outed me. Uh, we can we can we can sit No, down. Willow was always on HBO, the Movie Channel, Cinemax, and and Showtime, and I never watched the whole thing. Oh, that's fine. Oh, really? Oh, that's fine. Uh, for, for some reason, I have associated you with Willow. For some reason, in my head, you and Willow are like um, occupy a space, but I guess not. Uh, what's you weird is I would babe. always watch Legend with uh, Tim Curry and Tom Cruise. Uh, final trailer for Andor is out, coming to Disney Plus September 21st. So that's that's one where it is coming very soon. So they did put out a trailer. Uh, trailer for season three of The Mandalorian also released, coming in 2023. No date. I am so happy The Mandalorian's coming back. That's it. I'm I'm ready for it too. Let's go. Let's, yeah, let's that go trailer Mando. got me more excited. Sometimes these trailers are like, I was excited. This trailer didn't dissuade me, but this trailer right got me fired up. I'm like, oh, this looks like it's going to take us somewhere new in the Mandalorian universe, and yet it's filled with familiar faces from the previous seasons. So I don't know that those things should be at odds, but that's not wasn't my reaction. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 2 is getting pushed from coming out later this month to January 4th. Seems just like a scheduling thing where they're trying to have it not come too close to Andor. And yeah. Tales of the Jedi got a trailer. Uh, it's an animated six-episode anthology series coming October 26th, telling, among other things, uh, the story of Ahsoka Tano's origin. I would imagine that this is something you would be really stoked about, Tom. You would imagine correct. Uh, it Nailed looks it. fun. You you get to see Qui Gon Jinn as a Padawan. That's yeah. exactly the kind of thing. That's a I conversation killer, right that, there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like that's definitely that's the kind of thing that I think is great to do in Star Wars cartoons, right? Of like. Hey, in if, that if, Clone Wars style, right? Perfect. Exactly. It's just like, it's like, hey, take this and like, it's probably going to be good, but you don't have to. It's not like a super duper necessary thing. It's it's no. if you love Star Wars and want to dig into all the Star Wars you can watch, this is a great way to do that stuff without having to deal with, you know, a thousand guys schedules. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's like the bulgogi sliders, uh, you know, you, exactly. you can have one we, I, or you can that, wait was, until the dinner. Just about to say that. Uh, other stuff uh, that they announced. I'm, I, this one, this one, I think is odd. Avatar: The Way of the Water. Lots of footage apparently shown in the hall. No trailer, nothing, and it's coming out December sixteenth. Do you, man? I don't know what kind of play that is. That might be a flex. That might be like, like, like at some point. I mean, I guess there's... if we didn't get Black Panther, why would we get Avatar? But. Uh, well, because we had a Black Panther movie four years ago, and we had an Avatar movie eleven years ago. Yeah, but but but, but they've spent <laughs> uh, years the, ago. the the gross domestic product of several countries. That's on... but, but, but that's the thing, right? I'm, I'm so I don't I don't understand because I didn't understand Avatar hype when it came out. I watched it. I was like, okay, this is a fine movie, but people loved it then, and I think a lot of people still love it now. We just don't quite talk about it as much but people still do talk about it, and there are still people who are very excited for this movie I've, I've definitely heard people talk about how excited they are for this movie and i'm like oh really you have i've never heard you talk about avatar before but you're excited for avatar 2 okay i guess that's i i'm happy I see for you, you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Elemental from Pixar about a city where fire, water, land, and air residents all live together. Coming June 16th. And now uh, everything changed. Uh, which, which, which avatar is that one? That's uh, neither. That's just a Pixar movie. It's oh, going to be heartwarming, okay. I, I suspect. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mufasa, the Lion King, directed by Barry Jenkins, coming in 2024. Uh, sneak peek at that. Shown in the hall. Mufasa biopic. I, yeah, I don't. I don't understand why you'd make a Mufasa prequel. <laughs> All I know Jenkins is my is niece. <laughs> like two three years yeah, ago no, I, I was sitting on the couch point, <laughs> I, was, I was sitting on the couch with the lion king soundtrack playing and my niece turned to me and said mufasa isn't bad and i thought <laughs> you are going to grow up to be one of those dark evil people that i i respect and love uh and also now there's a movie for you about mufasa I'll watch. The, I'll watch the Mufasa movie. Really? I'm, I'm not saying I won't watch the Mufasa I liked, movie. I liked the Lion King that they did a few years ago well enough. I didn't hate it, and for Listen, a lot of people, that's their only Lion King. I bought it on Blu-ray. I'm Whoa. not. I'm not like. I'm not what? fighting oh, you. Okay. I'm gonna watch the movie. Right. <laughs> I just. I uh, just don't get it. How about the live-action Little Mermaid, starring Halle Bailey? Released a teaser, really, uh, not really a full trailer. That's coming May twenty sixth, twenty twenty three. Dude, it's wild. My youngest daughter is nine now. By the time this comes out, I think my whole family may have aged out of this kind of thing. Some people I don't know never if you ever age out, out of this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I don't. Uh, know. I, I actually was surprised how touching it was when I watched it. And part of it was thinking of my sister-in-law who's who this meant a lot to her growing up. And so she's very excited about seeing a reimagining it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I was kind of touched. I think this is going to be good. Uh, I think as with all the live the, action Disney remakes, it's it, it'll depend on whether it's any good or not. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. On the other end of the scale, we have a new trailer for Hocus Pocus 2 coming to Disney Plus September 30th. Yeah. Have you aged out of that one? Yep. <laughs> yep. I think I was aged out when it came out. I never I never saw Hocus Pocus one. You guys never you saw Hocus be, Pocus? Yeah, no, aged in. Oh my gosh. I Tom cleaned, I cleaned up the freaking popcorn after everybody just threw it all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's cast the way I feel about the despicable me and minions movies. I won't watch any of those because those are the worst theater cleans I've had in my life. I'm like, you know what? I hate this. I'm not gonna do it. So I get it. I feel you. We're on the same wavelength here. Uh, sequel to Enchanted called Disenchanted. Wait a minute. Trailer's out. Coming to Disney Plus November 24th. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so what? It's just the uh, same game with villains or what? They get divorced? I don't know. Yeah, I think right. I think because Amy Adams is back in this, right? I think it's like her yep. villain arc now. Like she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy coming to Disney Plus 2023. Elio from oh. Pixar about an 11 year old dreamer who helps decode a message from space coming spring 2024. That sounds fun. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh, and it's Pixar. Uh, Inside Out 2 with Amy Poehler on board coming summer 2024. That sounds sad. Inside Out 1 was amazing. It was. Maybe this should so be outside in. <laughs> Lord, Tom, that's I'm what they should do. Sure, I'm comfortable. <laughs> Out, outside in <laughs> on uh, Pixar Max skin. 
animated, animated movie Strange World uh, about a bickering family of explorers. Got a new trailer. That's coming soon, uh, November 23rd. Uh, dude, I, I'm always down for a bickering family of any variety in any show ever. Uh, Michelle Yeoh stars as a goddess in American Born Chinese coming to Disney Plus next year. Also a great comic book. Kihoi Khan is also in this. Uh, once again, Kihu Kwanisans. But yeah, great comic book. Hope they make a very good show out of it. Uh, we've got season two of Big Shot starring John Stamos coming to Disney Plus October 12th. Um, so there he is. <laughs> yes. He talked a lot about being sad about Bob Saget being gone in his panel, apparently. My uh, my dad uh, hates John Stamos. It's not the best segue. <laughs> my dad like when when John Stamos is doing those Oikos Greek yogurt commercials. Every time it would come on, my dad would be like, "Change the channel." <laughs> he did not want to see John wow. Stamos's face. Did, okay. did, did did he cut him off in traffic or what happened? <laughs> yeah, like, right. He's like this dude's like sixty years old. He's been playing thirty for the last forty years. I just don't want to see him anymore. Jealous. He's jealous. He's jealous. He's yeah. handsome. Yeah. My dad looks great. I, I'm just saying, but no, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. A, uh, he wants that space to himself, though. He doesn't he want to be show. sharing it. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's true. That's true. He wants it for himself. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, a series called Iwaju, uh, a collaboration with a Pan-African comic book company called Kigali. Uh, that'll come to streaming in 2023. Uh, the next attempt at a Muppets property will be the Muppets Mayhem coming to Disney Plus next year. And Wish will be a Disney original coming in autumn next year about a kingdom of wishes where wishes can literally come true. Alan Tudyk provides the voice of a goat. I weirdly, I think the last part was the least surprising. Um, yeah, and when well, you wish upon the, a star he's company, the guy now, right? Yeah. He's like he's the John Ratzenberger of Disney animation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go Muppets! Always rooting for the Muppets. Do it again. Do it. You can do it this time, Muppets. Third time's a charm. Oh, I yeah. like the last, uh, the first Muppet movie from 2011 of the like the new oh, ones. That's pretty the, pretty. The well one where ago, Brett McKenzie ago. did all the music. Yeah. Yeah, well, did mm -hmm. he? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying of the past couple Siegel of the attempts. Music. They, anyway, yeah. yes, no, it, yeah. I, I liked. I even liked the ABC sitcom from like 2014. I liked that nobody it too, watched. but uh, yeah. they just didn't follow through, and I think no, it was a victim no. of the of the times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, folks, listen, uh, we're going to continue this show, uh, but not until you go to Patreon.com/slash/CordKillers and make sure that you're getting the value back from the show that you're giving us. Okay, so look at what you're giving us compared to the value we're giving you and make sure those are equal. Yeah, I, I think I think Tom literally just announced we're doing a strike. I, th I think <laughs> loosely translated, that's what he just said. So pay yeah. us more <laughs> or the show doesn't continue. Uh, All right, fine. I want my pledge. Hold on. And rats and and yeah. And what uh, big inflatable rat too? Yeah. And he's a nerd. Listen, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not making a threat. You can't legally prove it. It's a promise. Uh, look, I uh, promise we won't continue the show unless you I, I, be a rat, but be more of a Mrs. Brisby. You know, one of them secret rats and nim kind of people. Mm -hmm. Give yeah. us money. Mm -hmm. Patreon.com. Patreon Get on your little motorcycle killers. to give us money. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. One of you did, so thank you. Hmm. Provisionally, we'll continue with How to Watch. <laughs> Provisionally! There's an asterisk on this segment. <laughs>
Uh, Roku announced a couple of new products and an update to the operating system. Uh, the Roku Express is a new entry-level 1080p streaming player with dual-band Wi-Fi. A little bit of increased storage, though that doesn't matter much uh, in a Roku since you're streaming everything anyway. Costs 30 bucks. available to order now, shipping October 13th. And the other product is a wireless speaker. Roku has a couple of these out there. This is the Roku Wireless Base. Uh, and it will be the basic version of the Roku Wireless Base Pro, which is previously called something else, but that's that's what the, the current model of the Roku Wireless Base will be called. It'll be called the Pro. This new one has one 5.25-inch subwoofer and a front-firing speaker, 120 watts of power for 130 bucks. Uh, the existing one, the Wireless Base Pro, is 50 bucks more. That has a 10-inch subwoofer, downward firing speaker, and 250 watts. Uh, they both work up to 30 feet away from the TV. Roku's Wireless Base speakers do need to be paired with either a Roku Stream Bar, a Sound Bar, or a Roku TV that supports wireless speakers. Uh, you can get a bundle of the Roku Wireless Base and a Roku Stream Bar for $250, and all the new stuff is shipping November 7th. It's very, very difficult to own the high end and the low end of a category, but I'm, I'm out of the business of doubting Roku. Like, like do, do you think they're going to be able to pull this off to be both the highest end I don't experience? know that they're trying to dominate speakers so much as trying to make sure that they have an offering for someone who's buying a Roku TV already that can be upsold. Right, like, oh well, you know, Roku also makes these these lovely speakers. You will give you a sound bar and bass for two hundred fifty bucks. What do you say? Well, that, the Roku that, stream bar, like. the Roku stream bar has the the added benefit of of if you if you have a dumb TV or if your That's TV true, has it has it has Roku built in. I bought a Roku stream bar for my cousins uh, because they they have a smart TV, but they didn't like there were a couple of things that you can't you know that aren't on Android TV that are on Roku, and they also needed a sound bar. And I was like, all right, great. This is like two birds with one stone. They don't need a great soundbar. They just need something that works. So I'll get them this $100 Roku stream bar. And meanwhile, on the on the cheap end, I mean, $30 is how much I paid for. I, I have a Roku 4K streaming stick that I literally toss into my backpack and take everywhere with me. And I paid 30 bucks for that. So I assume yeah. this $30 product is going to be $20 most of the time. It's just the MSRP is. This bucks. is the new version of that. Basically, they just no, they just the upgraded. Express. This isn't a streaming stick. Mine's a 4K. Oh, so streaming so you paid stick. thirty this bucks a, for the 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 other the stick. Gotcha. A four gotcha. K streaming stick. This is the 1080p like little set set top ish thing. Gotcha. So, like, so, so you're yeah. you're yeah, it'll be on sale. I get what you're so saying. So it'll be on sale most of the time for probably 20, 25 bucks. <laughs> and W Scott is one is saying, well, it's interesting. You have to have a Roku in order to get the subwoofer. I don't think that's unusual in wireless speaker systems. <clears throat> you usually have to have the system the subwoofer goes with in order to make use of it because hey you can't do a subwoofer on its own uh you, you know otherwise everybody talks sounds like this uh and and these <laughs> these kind of wireless systems don't generally interplay with each other yeah yeah i think the idea is like if you if you don't think you need a subwoofer then you don't have to get one if you do think you need a subwoofer then you can get the yeah roku if you one. got the roku soundbar and you're like oh i want to add a subwoofer then this is this is your option Right. Uh, Roku OS 11.5 now adds a save list across the entire platform. So it had a save list on the mobile app, but now uh, it'll be on the operating system and on the mobile app, and they'll sync with each other. 
It'll be located in the What to Watch section of the home screen. Uh, when you search for a movie or TV show on Roku, you'll see a Save button on the Details page for the results, uh, and that's how you can add stuff to it. Also in that What to Watch section of the home screen will be a Continue Watching list, something that has been very well done on The Shield and the Apple TV. Uh, it will have support for shows on Netflix, something that Apple TV does not yet support. Uh, also, HBO Max, Roku Channel, and Paramount Plus. That is the downside. It's only limited to those four for now, though they say more are coming. And a new section of the home screen called The Buzz will feature short videos from networks like AMC Plus, Apple TV Plus, Tubi, a uh, bunch more. The new Roku store is going to organize by categories, uh, so it's more like a marketplace. The Roku mobile app's getting a guide button that'll take you right to the live TV grid. Uh, where you'll get like all the Roku channel content, any paid stuff you have through there, any over-the-air channels, if you've got a Roku with over-the-air, and a new sports section will collect all the live sports that you have access to. Uh, Roku OS 11.5 arriving over the next few months. It's not unusual for Roku to just say like, yeah, we're going to start pushing it out to people in the next few months, and different people will get it at different times. Uh, though Roku did say some of these features might show up before you get the full OS update. Uh, so if a feature can work in the current operating system, they may just push it out. Yep, not in a million years, but I have predicted Roku to be one of the top contenders of the streaming, you know, post-cord wars. I, I, I think I think it makes sense because at least for a while they were so agnostic. You know, Android, Google has their things they want to push. Amazon has their things they want to push. Roku now has Roku channel and, and 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 stuff like that, but they didn't really a couple years ago, and and they also didn't get in carriage disputes until they did, <laughs> uh, notably uh, within the last couple of years. So I it I I always recommended Roku, and again, it it has most things that you need, which is why that's the thing I keep in my backpack, even though everything at home for me is Android TV, and I'm actually surprised that Roku's taken so long to get the continue watching that all of my Android TV and Google TV devices have had for years now. But otherwise, it's it's simple. It's very easy to use. It's very easy to teach a grandma to use, which is you know a, the obvious test, the grandma test. It's got big, nice, big HBO Max. And you don't have to, like you don't have to get confused by anything. So, yep. Do you, is Roku the Coke to Fire TV's Pepsi, and then Apple TV is like the Whole Foods house brand or something like really expensive. Uh, Apple TV is Jones Soda. It's Jones Cola. <laughs> Perfect. That's it's it. artisanal. Yeah. You can't get yeah. it everywhere, but it's the arguably best better. But it's a little harder to find. And really for everybody, and it's it's sweet. Sweet. Android TV, Dr Pepper. Like either you, you. Android don't, TV is RC Cola. Yeah, you don't sure. touch it at all, or you swear by it. <laughs> I, so I guess what Amazon is now Seven Up. No, Amazon was no, Pepsi. No, Fire TV was Amazon. So they're I made them Pepsi. Oh. Amazon's Pepsi. I think that makes okay. sense. Yeah, because because people, especially when like the piracy was huge on on Fire Sticks, everyone's like, get a Fire Stick, get a Fire Stick, get a Fire Stick. Mm -hmm. And also Roku rhymes with Coke. Ooh, Coke, 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 Cola, Roku, Cola, Roku, Cola. They should, they, they, that one's free, Roku. You Tom, need to you need on. to charge them for these brilliant ideas. <laughs> Roku Cola. All right, let's have more. What to watch in under surveillance. Uh, Miguel Sapochnik is already leaving House of the Dragon. Uh, that 
it feels like it was something that was already planned. Uh, Sapochnik directed some of the premier battle episodes of Game of Thrones, including Hard Home, Battle of the Bastards. Uh, a lot of people are crediting House of the Dragons early success to Sapochnik. He co-ran season one with Ryan Condal. He's leaving to take on other projects for HBO. Uh, and Game of Thrones alum Alan Taylor will join the show as an EP for season two. I want to make so many snarky comments about how, uh, yeah, that's when rats jump off a boat is when it's doing great. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, but truthfully, there's, uh, for all we know, you know, he took a look at the scripts and he's like, I don't see any epic battles in here. I see a bunch of intrigue. I'm not, that's not my flavor. No, I think Tom's right that like this probably was like a planned from from the jump type thing. And they're like, all right, yeah. you come in for season one and then we'll, you know, we'll give you more to do with other things on HBO. Train them up, right? Bring the personnel from yeah, Game of Thrones yeah. over and yeah. keep some continuity, I guess. Alan There's Taylor a narrative here that fits the facts. Thor The Dark World, right? <laughs> yeah. Sapochnik probably looked at season one and said, oh, epic battles, lots of epic battles. I can do that. Although there really haven't been that many epic battles. Yeah, I guess there've been one. Uh, and, and then it was like, but season two won't be. So I'm out, going to do some epic battle, other projects for HBO. Be interested what those are. Uh, we got a new trailer for season three of Star Trek Picard. The 10 episode final season three premieres on Paramount Plus February 16th. And, and, Basically, we've known this since the casting announcement, but the trailer bears out that this is going to be the reunion of the next generation. And and, and also sort of the swan song question mark. I mean, like, yeah, last season of Picard, too. So we're probably the last we're seeing of Picard. Well, uh, what's right. funny is in a universe with uh, uh, first uh, uh, lower decks, I, I mean, we kind of have an ongoing sequel sure. to uh to uh next to, next generation to tng yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh it's the swan song of picard until indiana jones and jean-luc picard do a movie together and <laughs> called falling down uh <laughs> part two <laughs> and uh, nicholas meyer you might know him as the director of star trek to the wrath of khan uh, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, he wrote Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, which Nimoy directed, is going to produce a podcast called Star Trek Con SETI Alpha 5. This is something that they wanted to do as a movie or a TV show, uh, telling the events that happened between the episode Space Seed from the original series of Star Trek and Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. So they're just going to do it as a podcast instead. And by the way, by all indications, it's a fascinating, incredible story because any uh, Trekkie out there knows that in Space Seed, he was marooned on SETI Alpha 6, but then a uh, planet smashes out and, and the orbits change and this paradise becomes, you know, he even ends spa uh, Space Seed by saying, better to rule in hell than to be, uh, a, 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 you know, a peasant in heaven. And instead, when they come upon him in Star Trek II, uh, it's a desert, disastrous planet, and it, it, there is that that line, Ricardo Montalban. He's, he's just like, "This is Seti Alpha Five. Like, I want, I don't know who they're casting for this, but I'm all in for the story. I'm all in for uh, 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 narrative podcast fiction. I, I'm, I'm all in, all in, all in. From hell's heart, I spit at thee. Uh, if ever you loved the way Shakespeare was worked into Star Trek. It was probably Nicholas Meyer who did it. And Nicholas Meyer is now going to do a podcast 
that I assume is going to do the same thing. I can't wait to hear these words. I really can't. Uh, Warner released a second trailer for Black Adam, showing the Justice Society of America taking Black Adam down. Also shows Viola Davis uh, showing up as Amanda Waller. Black Adam scheduled to hit cinemas on October 21st. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, this is one of those where I'm just going to wait to see what everyone else thinks. The, the, the DC movies have, have had a very spotty track record. Uh, I it's a good way Shazam. to put it, Mr. Green Lantern. <laughs> it was tw- 11 years ago, Brian. Yep. And, and yet the tattoo is still on your arm. It's a different universe and everything. Listen, Viola Davis is the best part of the DC universe on, on, on screen, on, on the movie screen, uh, in my opinion. Uh, she great. is the one that I, I keep thinking like, oh yeah, I loved her in all those other Marvel movies. Oh, right. No, she's only in the DC universe, uh, uh, as Amanda Waller anyway. So, so that, that in the rock and kind of in that Shazam corner of the DC universe. That's, you know? that's my thing is it is in the Shazam corner, but Shazam is such a joyous movie Yeah, and mm-hmm. black Adam is not that as a character. And also, like, it's very against type for The Rock, at least if they do a more faithful adaptation of the character, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe he can do it, but he has had a very specific type he's played for the last 10 years. And this is not that. They might be able to pull off, like, no, for reals, we're going dark. And then instead, just, you know, natural Dwayne Johnson comes out. It is like, this is so much fun. He's trying so hard to be dark and evil. (laughs) But he's just, God, I want to hug him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Netflix released a trailer for Glass Onion, which is the sequel to Knives Out. Uh, it's set in Greece. Daniel Craig, of course, returns as Detective Blanc. Dave Batista, Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Kate Hudson, Madeline Klein, Jessica Henwick, and Ethan Hawke all are in the cast this time around. Uh, coming to some theaters uh, in, 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 in part, but showing up on Netflix December 23rd. This franchise will never die. This is only the second of 75. You thought James Bond ran for a long time. Get ready for the Knives Out 21st century. That's give all me, I'm give saying. Give me 75-year-old uh, <laughs> Daniel Craig in Knives oh Out my gosh, 23. Yeah. If, if I'm Daniel Craig and they're like, wait, so I can stop doing like horrifying stunt exertion roles and, and just stand and put on a fake Southern accent for the rest oh, of my career and be beloved. Suck. I'm in, I'm in. I, I, I love the first Knives Out movie. Honestly, the only bummer about this is that it's a Netflix movie and that means I cannot buy it on Blu-ray. I have two or three different Blu-rays of the first Knives Out movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, mm-hmm. uh, it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll keep my Netflix subscription just to watch Glass Onion uh, once a week for the next five years. They do make them available for purchase online with, the, with these Netflix movies. Uh, so do you they? could Sometimes buy it and burn it to a Blu-ray. One. I... I, I if listen, if there's a Blu-ray available, I will buy this Blu-ray. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll do a Blu-ray of it. All right. Uh, let's talk about something we have had our eyes on. Start with you, Naim. Uh, what have you been watching lately? Yeah, I've been watching uh, this is a show called No More Jockeys on YouTube. It's like a, it's a, 
comedy game show. Um, if you've ever watched Taskmaster, uh, Alex Horn, who is the Taskmaster's assistant on that show, uh, is one of the three sort of host panelists. Um, it, it's very difficult. To, it's essentially they're playing a parlor game or the kind of the kind of game you'd play on a road trip uh, where they name a person and then they name a category and the next person that's a not match that category. But it's also three very funny comedians playing this game. So they, they have, and, and three very close friends. So it's just, it's a lot of fun and, and like, it's, it's very, it's just, it's candy. It's like, it's, it's really what it is. Nice. Yeah. Ryan, what about you? Dude, I watched that first episode of the new season of Rick and Morty and I had two thoughts in succession. First thought, damn it. Now I gotta go watch all five seasons of Rick and Morty followed by, Oh shoot, I get to watch all five seasons of Rick and Morty. Uh, we'll talk about why in spoiler in time, but uh, I'm watching all of Rick and Morty. Yeah, you are You are diving into the lore. I love that. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, I wanna give a shout out to a show that just wrapped up on Netflix uh, that is one of the Korean dramas uh, that we've been watching, Alchemy of Souls. Uh, this is a period drama but in a, an imaginary land so it doesn't take place in a, in a historical location it takes place in a, an imaginary fantasy kingdom but it's that joseon era medieval uh kind of sword and sorcery story with a great sense of humor so if if you like uh magic and mages and uh, wizards and yet have a little bit of a, a sense of humor uh involved with some great sword play uh check out alchemy of souls on netflix all right bryce what should we be on the lookout for hey we got a streaming pick from charlie who writes hello bryce tom and brian this show has been out for a few years so i hope you haven't covered it before you should check out the comedy game show game changer from college humor the show features a new undisclosed game each episode and each episode features a different cast of college humor folks since each game is different sometimes much of each episode entails the contestants just trying to figure out what the rules are by playing the game some games in the show's beginning ended up being very popular like the sound impression challenge and often featured some of the same contestants over and over again but if you like comedy or improv i think you definitely like watching the show the show is definitely for adults only as there is swearing and adult and sexual themes often you can watch the show either in clips or some of the free episodes are on college humor's youtube channel uh, you can also pay for uh, college humor's uh, streaming service which is called dropout tv uh, which has all of the full episodes uh, p.s once you end up liking the personality of the college humor folks they've also got don't laugh news uh, where you have to be a newscaster not laughing about a script you've never read so uh, thanks charlie thank you charlie uh yeah check check this out i've seen clip i've i always see, this is one of those shows where i see a lot of clips of it online or uh uh you know as a you know on a on a tiktok clip or whatever and i'm yeah. and they kind of run it together some of some of these like indie game shows things but it's cool and they have a, a really cool production value you uh, uh, you may remember the last time i was on this show six months ago i was in pakistan and one of the only three streaming services i had that i could watch was dropout.tv um and so i am intimately familiar with game changer uh so i will i will second this recommendation uh, in fact i almost put uh dropout.tv show in my on the lookout and then i was like oh let me do this one instead so uh thank you Charlie. i'm i'm it's five bucks dropout.tv sign up for a month and if you don't like it then you only spend five bucks yeah uh thank you charlie and if you've got something we should be on the lookout for please email it to us cordkillers at gmail.com thank you now brian if yes. someone wanted to get a really great computer from doghouse systems what would they do well i suppose you would need to already have a computer 
Ooh, what? that's a conundrum. Borrow a mm. friend's computer. Well, they're listening to this. Oof. Let's say I've got an old broken down computer that can just barely browse the web, but that's it. That's all I can do, and I need to replace it. Steal a car. Drive to mm -hmm. the greater Dallas area. Head on mm -hmm. over, find the headquarters for Doghouse Systems, or go to doghousesystems.com slash rogue, spell it right, R-O-G-U-E. And not only will you be supporting us and their trust in us because they loan us all of the equipment for the show, you will get extraordinary customer service, the likes of which you've never experienced. Now, that would be enough for most people, but what else have you got to tell them? Um, ask me next week. All right, all right. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> since next week would normally be when I tell you something, I'm going to tell you to go to techcom.substack.com and subscribe to my technology newsletter. Uh, periodically throughout the week, you'll get stories from me, uh, stuff I'm working on for Daily Tech News Show, in-depth, in writing. Go check it out, techtom.substack.com. Let's move on to the front lines. Front lines. A report from the Wall Street Journal says Disney is working on letting Disney Plus subscribers buy merch because <laughs> it's Disney. I'm like, what took them so long? Uh, so T-shirts, toys, stuff like that. The idea, according to the Wall Street Journal sources, is they'd put a QR code up on the screen that would link to the Disney website, but they would be exclusives. So stuff you couldn't find otherwise. Uh, like if you're watching The Mandalorian, you might be able to buy a limited edition Darksaber, for example. Uh, the plan is to launch this later this year, and it would be part of a wider Disney membership program that would get you things for theme parks and, and all kinds of stuff uh, that would be sort of Disney's version of Amazon Prime. Dude, I can hear the marketing director who is whispering in the ears saying like, and there'll be NFTs, right? NFTs, NFTs. Yeah. Oh, and then the QR code thing for a while for like Marvel shows, like you scan a hidden QR code and you can, you know, get a comic book. So it's a pretty yeah, yeah. We, there was one in She-Hulk last week or the week before, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Those are cool. Paramount Plus now offers access to Showtime from within the Paramount Plus app. The bundle will cost $11.99 with ads or $14.99 without ads, but no ads will run in the Showtime content. Uh. Side note, Bob Chapek uh, was was talking during D23. We might talk about this a little more next week uh, about the idea of a hard bundle, which would mean Hulu and Disney Plus in one app. So I guess that's going to be a new buzzword. Uh, Sh Showtime and Paramount Plus as a hard bundle because you get them all in one app. Well, and you, I mean, Disney already does that with Hulu and uh, ESPN Plus as a hard bundle. But that's a soft bundle because Hulu's in its own app. I'm trying no, to I, Google... You can watch ESPN Plus content within Hulu. I'm trying to Google. Oh, so there's a hard bundle of ESPN Plus. No, okay, I get yeah. you. I get you. Every time yeah, the Disney watch, bundle. I watch cricket in Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a soft bundle, though, Prince. That's a soft bundle. That's oh, soft. My, oh, my God. Disney Plus is a soft bundle, but Hulu ESPN Plus is hard bundled. Could be a, could be a hard bundle. Uh, Amazon confirmed that since August 12th, around the launch of a league of their own, it began implementing a 72-hour delay for user reviews posted to Prime Video. This... This is a thing because people were guessing they had done it in response to Lord of the Rings, but they had done it before that. Uh, in this 72-hour window, Amazon determines if a review is genuine or created by a bot or in bad faith. Uh, on Saturday, September 2nd, Amazon revealed viewership data 
for the Prime Video series, Lord of the Rings. The first time they've ever released viewership data for one of their Prime Video series. Uh, they said Lord of the Rings Rings of Power was viewed by 25 million viewers globally in its first 24 hours and called it the biggest premiere in the history of Prime Video. I don't mind this. And I feel weird saying that because normally I'm a more speech is better kind of guy, but 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 it's like maybe maybe just a little time out. Just I don't mind it in con like in concept, but the fact that Amazon controls the show, the review platform, like that that is the thing that's like, well, what if they just silence bad reviews? If they don't, then then great. But I I, I, I would I, I know I that there, there's been a the problem of bot reviews. This isn't their review platform, right? This, this right. no, this, the, yes. you can go review. I, I'm sorry, I should say this isn't the only review platform. You can go and review it at places that aren't controlled by Amazon. Sure, so, but the, but the the biggest review platform is controlled by Amazon, which is its own. But they weren't controlling IMDb reviews, right? They right, were no, re yeah, not controlling yet. reviews posted to Prime Video, right? But but who's to say they won't control? Oh, I guess it's not called IMDb TV and now it's free V. But like, who's to say they they won't control IMDb reviews in the future if they're starting? Like, I, but I'm they're not. not. They're so not. if they they're do not. in the and future, I'll get mad at them for a thing they're actually doing. But I'm not going to jump at them yet. Of the game. I'm not mad. I'm just concerned. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm just, concerned that it might I'm just saying. Hey, Rotten Tomatoes even puts like delays on on reviews and stuff, right? Be just because people try to game the system. I, well, I, I'm but the, the Rotten Tomatoes delays, right, are, are until it comes out, right? Because there were people review bombing before the thing came out, and it's like, well, you shouldn't, you haven't, we know you haven't seen it, you can't review it yet. So that I get, but the three day window to they'll be even, like, we want to uh, make sure certain, this is real. Like on, on certain controversial movies, they'll put like a time delay on the on them to to yeah, get okay. them through review right. as well. Yeah, Meanwhile, Variety sources say that Netflix plans to add its uh, launch its ad-supported tier on November 1st, ahead of its previously announced target of early 2023. The company wants to launch the plan ahead of the ad-supported Disney Plus basic plan, set to launch on December 8th. Netflix reportedly informed ad partners it expects to have 500,000 customers on the new tier by the end of this year, 2022. And Ubisoft said uh, uh, said Saturday that a new Assassin's Creed movie game is in the works for Netflix. Yeah, yeah, a mobile game, but still. Yeah, and they're that making be, an Assassin's Creed show or a movie. Yeah, so that that would be the promise of all of this is that uh, Netflix game and show come out with a big franchise like Assassin's Creed. That would be the first kind of big move. There's also two other mobile games coming from Ubisoft at the same time, but neither of those are as big as a Assassin's Creed. Uh, in fact, when I say at the same time, I'm lying because they're coming before uh, Assassin's Creed. They actually have release dates. Uh, all right. A few other things to mention here. CBS News is launching an evening news show called CBS News Primetime with John Dickerson, available Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern on CBS <coughs> News streaming apps. So... Paramount Plus, YouTube, any, anywhere they stream. Uh, and they're late to the game. NBC and ABC already have similar things to this. Uh, the world premiere of Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio will take place at the BFI London Film Festival, October 5th through the 15th. This is the Pinocchio that does not have Tom Hanks in it, if you're trying to keep track of the different Pinocchii. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele back together again as the main voices in Netflix's Wendell and Wild from Coraline director Henry Selleck coming to Netflix October 28th. 
Harley Quinn got a fourth season on HBO Max. Third season is still underway, but they're going to be coming back again. And Hulu renewed The Handmaid's Tale for a sixth and final season. Season five just about to premiere uh, September 14th. And then there will be one season after that, and that'll be it for Handmaid's Tale. Uh, obligatory reminder that it's tempting to always roll your eyes when one season hasn't finished and they've already renewed it for another. Boy, oh boy, does it take a long time to animate a cartoon, especially one of the quality of Harley Quinn. So that totally makes sense. Yeah. And, and you've been seeing it more often where companies don't wait around because they're not trying to fill a false schedule anymore. They're when they yeah. see the, the initial stats, they're like, great. Yes. Just go ahead. Make also, especially one. when it's already a few seasons in so then like we've seen two season renewals at once. So why not like just renew a season? Like that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Let's move to the dispatches from the front. We got an email from somebody who said something you might want to remind your listeners on if they are T-Mobile subscribers is they can get some nice streaming discounts. Uh, and then the CEO of T-Mobile said, we ought to do Netflix, Paramount Plus, Apple TV Plus, and credits toward YouTube TV. Uh, T-Mobile isn't the only one that does this. AT&T of Verizon also do this here in the US. I think there's even similar stuff uh, around the world. So it bears repeating though, uh, look at your phone carrier to see if they are giving credits for streaming services. You might be able to pick up a few extra channels for nothing. And I'll be so, the so first to acknowledge it's a bit of a pain in the butt to, you know, do the kind of Byzantine, you know, don't click on the actual login coming through the side door stuff. But uh, that might be a fun segment for us to kind of run down those secret bundles that maybe a lot of people already have and don't even know. So I will say, bundles, I don't remember. I don't know about the other secret. ones. <laughs> I don't know about the other ones, but I know the Netflix one was very easy for me as an existing T-Mobile subscriber and an existing Netflix subscriber to just combine my T-Mobile. They'd be like, Hey, T-Mobile pay for my existing Netflix subscription. And that, that like that, that was, that was cake. Uh, Paramount apparently is like a one year free and then we'll bill it $5 a month after that. So that, that could be useful for you. I don't know about the Apple TV one, but I have to check it out because I pay for Apple TV. And if I don't have to, then that'll be great. They uh, just changed the T-Mobile one to make Apple TV every year. It was a one-year uh, thing. And yeah, the hardest thing, I'm a T-Mobile customer too. And the hardest thing about it is finding the setting. It's, and that's not even that hard, but like once you're right. in there, it's just boop, boop, boop. Uh, E. James wrote, hey, gang, I wanted to chime in on the merger fallout and add that subscribers will be paying the same price for less content with HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Sure, we'll get more shows from Discovery, but we're still paying for less content overall. I haven't heard about any cancellations on Discovery's side, but my gut says most people care less about that content than HBO. This makes me glad that HBO Max is included with my AT&T internet. As a lifelong DC fan, I would have easily paid for Max if I wasn't getting it for free. Now I'm not so sure. I hope they figure this out because it looks ugly to the rest of us. You can't even buy the shows elsewhere, so they don't have to pay the creators residuals. That was my plan for Close Enough, Infinity Train, and Summer Camp Island as I watched the latter two with my kids. Love to hear your thoughts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. No, he's, I don't think he is. I, I, I think it's a perception. It's like, I mean, okay, yes, technically you're right that if they have removed a show, you are now theoretically getting fewer shows, but I don't know, did they add three or four shows? Then maybe you're actually getting more shows net, but I don't think you're paying for 
all the shows, you're paying to watch things you want and to always have the thing you want. Now, if you were paying for HBO Max with the idea that you were going to get Batgirl, then you're absolutely right. You're not getting the thing you were expecting to get. But I would challenge you to think of not a show you saw a headline on a blog tell you you were missing, but a show you were wanting to watch on HBO Max and then go look and see if you can find it or not. And if it's still there, it's probably still worth the money because it's it's not about the number of shows in the catalog. It's about, because you can never watch all of them. Right. It's about, are the shows you want to watch there and is the price they're charging you worth it? Yeah, and 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 this email specifies close enough Pinter Twin and Summer Camp, which which are shows that came off and that 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 they specifically did lose, and that yeah. is bad, right? That, that that for for them that that is. But yeah, I I agree, right? No show that I watch on HBO Max has left HBO Max, including those two hundred episodes of Sesame Street. Which I mean, I wasn't watching Sesame Street, but like if I was going to watch Sesame Street, there's plenty of Sesame Street on there. I I I, I get where both sides are coming to, from. To Tom's point, uh, boy, I remember the uh, the unlimited AT&T data forever and ever and ever on uh, first generation iPhone buyers and how people like from my cold dead hands, they would clutch it. And then at one point I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at my data usage and I, I would do better and pay less if, and get better service if I took this other plan that technically right. is limited, but whatever. And so I switched. And so I, I, I do understand where you're coming from, Tom. Yeah. I, I understand the perception and, and I was, I'm not saying that the people are wrong to have that perception, but I would say, try to correct for your own bias. If you had never heard that these shows were being taken off HBO max, would you have missed them in, in uh, E James case? Yes, he would have the, these are shows that he was watching. So that that's totally fair. You're getting less than you would have, but the fact that shows are gone at its root doesn't mean that suddenly it's worth less because the cartoon it, there's a perception. surprise. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a psychological perception we all have, including myself, like, Oh, they're taking stuff away. It's worth less. So like, well, is it really though? Uh, Chad said, I think the big problem is adding to the uncertainty. Uh, originally when I signed up, HBO max was billed as everything I could want from Warner and HBO with massive back catalogs. Uh, I jumped on that. Uh, I, 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 he says, granted, if I stay for 12 months, I'm giving Warner media a bit more money, but I can also just leave next month pretty easily. Uh, so I, I think Chad is taking a more measured approach of like, okay, you told me I would get a lot of stuff and now I'm worried you're going to take my stuff away. Chad's being reasonable and not saying you're giving me less. He's saying you're taking some things away and you haven't taken anything I want away yet, but now I'm nervous. So I don't want to commit to a year subscription until I'm sure the stuff I like is going to stick around. I think that's reasonable. Uh, and also, you know, they had announced a like, like things that were coming up that are not announced to be going away yet, but they're very much in line with the kind of things that are going away. Like, for example, I was particularly excited for, uh, they were, they're doing like a Venture Brothers uh, finale type movie type thing. It's a, it's a cartoon, which they're, which appears to not, you know, a thing they're getting rid of a lot of in their strategy. It's a sequel thing. Venture Brothers did not make a lot of money. This is kind of a for the fans type thing. So I wouldn't be shocked if it goes away. They haven't said anything yet, but like, it feels very much in line with something that's going away. And that is a concern for me. I don't know. Uh, the chat is filled with nothing but Bryce's comments. Bryce, <laughs> do you have any thoughts? <laughs> you know, Bryce, this you're is on the so, show. The, okay. 
This is big news. We've been talking about this for weeks. Yeah. Weeks. Why aren't they not laying out a roadmap for this? Hey, we because, got rid of these. Because every time they've actually said something, most of the stuff has not been official. Right. Most of this stuff has been somebody noticing something or leaking something and then sending everyone into a tizzy. If they're to say we're taking something away, it's even bigger pushing that psychological perception of them taking stuff away. No, I, uh, you, Netflix does it every month. They take stuff away every month. They don't make a press release out of it. But they uh, do make a they press release. They don't make a big deal out of it, and nobody cares. They do make, but but the thing that Netflix does do, and they do this in almost every region, is every month they tell you we're adding this and this and this and this and this on this day and this day and this HBO day. HBO Max is doing that. They're doing that every a little month, bit. Every month, HBO Max pushes like here's the stuff coming to hbo max uh, okay well uh, well it shut me up on that one but <laughs> <laughs> but but, but uh, what, what i'm saying is like but they're not doing is, it on the blog where someone is telling you they're taking stuff away th the, they're ignoring the, the story though you know they're acting like this will blow over and i feel like i think <sighs> they will i think it will I, yeah, I also think it will. That's the thing. Because right. that's, that's the thing that's happened with Netflix, right? People people do still complain about, like, Netflix used to have all the content. Now it doesn't have any of the content. Or I used to not have to pay for all the streaming services. Now sure. I have to pay for all the streaming services. But they still do it. Like, I, I, I don't know if they put out a roadmap, it's going to feed the fire. If they don't, yeah. I feel like it's a good bet that the loud voices talking about this quiet down and most people don't care. I, I just, I, I agree that, like, there's a lot of speculation and rumor and they're killing animation which is not specifically a thing that we know or not uh, but they're letting everyone run wild with this they're letting everyone say oh hbo max yeah they're getting rid of all the shows the software has, has been bad for years it's, it's, and it's like this is a pr problem and they are ignoring it in what i think is a bad is it way though yes is everyone yes! saying it yes! or are there it's a, a group of very loud people shouting at each other about it and the 95% of HBO Max's audience doesn't even know what's going on. That's news, Tom. I mean, like, like, like I agree, but I don't, I, it's, it's, I, it's news on this show. Is it news on, I would say CNN, but that's owned by the same parent company. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Is it, is, is it news on CBS, right? Are they really talking about it? Or is it like a footnote at the end of the thing? Like, by the way, HBO is doing this. Anyway, moving on. I just, yeah. people, I, it's, it's not that I think people are proselytizing against HBO Max. It's that they are casually against it. <laughs> I always see, like, HBO Max is the butt of a joke. Uh, I like sure, I'll see that uh, until everybody watches House of the Dragon, right? And then they're well, like, oh show. yeah, that's right. They got rid of stuff. I, yeah, I, I just I, I they're banking that the benefit of everyone talking about House of the Dragon is bigger than the benefit of trying to combat this conversation. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But it's it's just a it's long term bad. PR. This and this will uh, add up. I I think this stuff. The I think it, I think it fizzles out. I think in two months, no one remembers the story. It is so weird to see Brian from two years ago talking. Like uh, yeah, that's not very. Okay. I, 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 I swore <laughs> like, because I swore that HBO Max would be the death of the brand, but instead I was wrong, 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 wrong. I don't know. I. I uh, Okay, I mean, I have a different opinion about a different topic, but I, yeah, yeah. this, this just, they're let, they're really letting people run wild with this, and I think that this is the wrong time in history to do that. I think if this was ten years ago, maybe it would blow over, but I think 
it's it's. You, I don't know. you are begging them as their pro bono PR manager to take control of the narrative, respond to it in yeah. any in any way, a direct, indirect, explicit, implicit. Animation has got a home on HBO Max, and we're doing blah, 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 or I'll, I'll put it this something way. to respond to this because I don't think that this is an unreasonable idea, and I think people people are believing it, whether or not it's true. I, I I'll put it this way. Uh, I think you're right that if they could come up with the perfect response and they could, I'm not saying it has to be perfect, perfect, but you know what I mean? Like if, if they created a well-crafted response, they could beat back this story. Uh, I think if they come up with an ill-crafted response, it makes it worse. And the energy that would go into creating a well-crafted response is probably not prioritized. So if I'm, Discovery, if I'm Warner Brothers Discovery right now, I may be making the decision of, yes, that fire is going to burn, but we don't have the energy to put it out and we don't think it's going to spread. Uh, and the rain so will put let it out it eventually, burn. we think, yeah. It'll burn itself out and we'll be fine. Yes, we could put it out, but it would take a lot of effort and we don't think that's where our efforts should best be placed, especially when the companies try to cut costs. Yeah, uh, it's just... It's a bummer because there's it's if this wasn't transactional or if this was like a cable TV something where it's a part of a bigger thing I I I would feel more like it would blow over but they are asking people directly for money and those people are complaining some people are complaining however many and 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 I don't know we don't have an end to the story yet and and psychologically uh, it could have a damaging effect but in reality if you objectively look at it HBO Max is still a very good buy. You get very good stuff, even with the stuff they're removing, right? Sure. It's just it's just people focusing on what's being removed and people never like having things taken away uh, versus focusing on what's there. So, And I, I think you're right, Bryce, that if they were trying to redirect people to look at what's there, it would work, which they are with House of the Dragon. They're just not coming <laughs> out with it saying like, hey, we know you're mad we're taking stuff away, but House of the Dragon. Instead, they're leaving that first part of the message off and just going, House of the Dragon's out. Go watch it. All right, folks, our website is cordkillers.com. But before we leave, we must say thank you to Nime for being with us, uh, a.k.a. Kuhan. Uh, where can folks go to find what you're doing these days? Uh, yeah, I do a baseball podcast. Uh, it's the R Baseball Podcast. Find that wherever podcasts are found. Uh, Twitter.com slash Kuhan, TikTok.com slash Kuhan Luke. And yes, if you go to uh, imkuhan.com, you can find most of the links. Our website is cordkillers.com. Our email address is cordkillers at gmail.com. We're live on twitch.tv slash night attack. Also carried on diamondclub.tv Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, Tom Merritt, what's going yes. on? I'm just hanging out here watching this scroll go by. Uh, what are you doing? Trying to set up a bit where we thank our beautiful, beautiful patrons. All these wonderful names. I'm sorry. Names. I'm too distracted looking at these beautiful, beautiful patron names going by. Look at that one. I mean, if you wanted to be one of these people, patreon.com slash cord killers would be the place to go. I mean, they're, yeah. scra they're, they're scratching our itch. Like, because we're I think addicted. As long as it's consensual, like, we're, we're addicted to their money and love. Might as well face it. Well, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>